Welcome to another episode of the Goalkeeper Secrets Podcast with your host, Matt Rayla. And uh, I'm excited to be talking with you guys once again. I hope you're enjoying the content and enjoying the episodes thus far. Um, I'm really excited about it because there's uh, so many different uh, topics and concepts and areas of goalkeeping that I want to get to. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just excited to get to all of it. Uh, and today, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, the concept of training outside of team trainings and goalkeeper trainings. Uh, I did uh, do an episode on uh, my YouTube series, video series kind of touching on this uh, topic as well, uh, but I wanted to uh, also do it in the podcast uh, series. So, you know, yes, team trainings are important uh, and goalkeeper trainings are important, uh, you know, especially for young goalkeepers when you're developing your skills, uh, well, developing your talents into skills and going through that process you know, the time and energy that you put into it makes a huge difference. So you want to maximize the amount of effort that you put in so that your skills come through in the games and you perform well. Uh, You know, the thing is, team trainings are, what, two times a week, sometimes three times a week with games on the weekends. Goalkeeper trainings usually once a week or once every other week. Uh, however your club or academy has it scheduled or if you're working on a goalkeeper trainer on your own and to the side uh, usually once a week and that's great that's going to help a lot that's fantastic if you have the means and uh, you know the ability to do work with a goalkeeper trainer on the side absolutely do it but I don't know if that's enough I do think the goalkeepers that train even more outside of that definitely set themselves apart. Uh, and it and I don't mean <clears throat> you need to go out and do you know all the same drills that you would do with your team or goalkeeper and try to do those on your own. You can absolutely do workouts on your own when you're even without a ball or without other uh, people there to help you with the training you can do this on your own and it's what I did I I remember in high school uh, doing going out to the park and doing my own trainings uh, just trying to stay fit with with, especially goalkeeper fitness because you can lose it so quick you know if Let's say you're in between seasons or it's off season or whatever and you have a month or, or a few weeks where you're not training, do some training on your own to, to keep that, that fitness going. Uh, some things you can do, you can absolutely uh, buy your own equipment, buy some cones, buy some hurdles, buy some ladders. They're not too expensive. You can find them for cheap on Amazon. You know, Save up some Christmas money and get you some your own equipment 
you know, a handful of balls helps a lot too. Uh, and you can go up and set up little footwork drills. You can set up ladders. You can set up hurdles where, you know, you're working on your athletic abilities. You're working on your uh, dexterity and strength, uh, which is all super important to being a goalkeeper. And you can work on setting. You can work on positioning. There's a lot of things you can work on uh, outside of working with a coach. Uh, but definitely pay attention. You know, when you're doing drills with your goalkeeper coach and your team training, you know, with your, your, your team coach, pay attention to the drills. You know, write them down. Save them for later. Uh, because it's just going to push you over the edge, especially as you get older and the competition gets uh, higher and higher and you're competing against other really good goalkeepers, you know, once you get to a certain level, once you get into the, you know, academy, uh, college level, and professional level, all the goalkeepers there are great. You know, they're there for a reason. They all have talents. They all have skills. They all have athletic ability. Uh, Okay, so now how do you separate yourself from them? How do you put yourself over the top? And... I, th- I do think training outside of your team and goalkeeper trainings will help with that. Uh, you know, putting in that extra time, those extra hours throughout the week, it adds up exponentially. Uh, and you can even go out and work on your footwork with the ball. You work out passing against the wall, grabbing some buddies or have teammates going out to the park and just work on passing, driving the ball, different types of, of distribution. You know, you can utilize your time. Uh, and, and that's so important. Yes, I did that when I was younger. And even looking back now, I wish I did it more. I feel like I could have spent more time training uh, and, and working on maybe my weaknesses or working on uh, just staying more fit and, uh, you know, working on... <clears throat> uh, my footwork and, and and speed and agility. I, there's always more I could have done. Uh, and so, if you're young and you're listening to this now, it's like this is your opportunity. You know, dig in and get to work. Especially if you know what you want. If you have your goals in mind, you have your motivation. You know where you want to be. You know what level you want to play at. Well, that starts now. You know, it starts outside of just your team trainings. You can't rely training. You can't rely on training two times a week with your team and once a week with your goalkeeper coach. It's just simply not enough, uh, especially in this day and age. There's so many great goalkeepers and athletes out there. Uh, you have to be able to set yourself apart. Uh, and you know, there's, there's times when it's going to be tough to do that. Uh, maybe you don't have the equipment, maybe you don't have some teammates or buddies that you can uh, ask to, to come out to the field and train with you. And so you're gonna have to do it on your own, you know, but there's no excuses, you can find a way instead of if you if you can't afford or you don't have access to buying equipment, um, grab some socks or something like that. You use use something as cones. It doesn't have to be an actual cone. You could use anything to be a cone. You can go get a pine cone and use that for for shifting and and doing uh, footwork and, and all types of stuff. So, you know, there, there's ways around it. There's always ways to do more. Uh, 
and, and improve your abilities. Uh, another thing to remember is when you're going out and do these trainings on your own without a coach to give you guidance and to, to have a, a set training plan, uh, is go. you must go in with your own plan. You can't just go out there and just, oh, I guess I'm going to do this and... Uh, you know, we're, I'm going to kick some balls and, and uh, you know, shuffle around. No, go in with the plan and write it down before you get there and know what you want to work on. Have a specific uh, goals and have a specific action plan for what you want to work on. Be, uh, you want to be uh, very aware of what you're working on. Uh and that, and that's especially if you're going to be inviting other teammates or friends out to train with you, you know, don't just come out there and have them kick balls at you while you stand in goal. You know, that's not very, uh, that's not very helpful to you in the long run. You're not really working on anything specific. Yes, you're working on shot stopping, but they're just bla- if they're just blasting balls at you, it's not very game realistic. And it's not helping you with your technique. It's not helping you with positioning. You need to have game realistic situations uh, put together for this type of training. Uh, so be very intentional when you do these trainings on your own. Don't just do it because you need to get outside and, and be active for a bit. Be super intentional about what you're working on, what you want to get out of it, uh, what you're improving, you know, and, and make sure the people that you're doing this with are on the same page. Make sure they understand why you're there. You're not there to just kick the ball around and, and get some shots blasted at you. It doesn't really help you or them. Uh, so, I, yeah, with that idea, you know, have an action plan, be intentional, uh, and be hungry. Be hungry to, to always be working on more and to, to strive to uh, always be improving. Uh, that, that's going to help you set yourself apart. It's so important to do that. Uh, another thing you can do, just even outside of um, training on your own with soccer, you know, you can do other sports. I, I think playing other sports helps especially goalkeepers it just helps just kind of round you out and give you um you know some other athletic ability and agility and it gets your mind working and seeing things in different ways um so one thing i did when i was younger is i played a lot of basketball uh one I did enjoy playing basketball. It wasn't like I was forcing myself to play. Uh, number two, a lot of my friends played basketball, so it was a reason to, to spend time with them. But ultimately, the the biggest reason why I wanted to play basketball during the off season when I wasn't training for soccer, you know, or we weren't in season and we didn't have team trainings, uh, was because I knew it would help my game. I was intentional about playing basketball. I knew it would help with my footwork. I knew it would help with my jumping and agility. I knew it would help with my reactions. I knew it would help with my fitness. Uh, there's so many things that it helped me with that I was aware of. And I was like, 
I'm intentionally going out and playing basketball for these few hours because I know it's going to help me with being a goalkeeper. Not in every way. I'm not saying, you know, it's, it's a one for one exchange. I'm not saying, you know, if you play basketball, you're going to be a great goalkeeper, but it can help in certain areas. And I was aware of that. Uh, and yeah, there, there could be other sports you could do. You could do probably volleyball, I think would help with that, with a lot of things with goalkeeping. Um, football, you know, if you're like a wide receiver or something, uh, that helps for sure. Uh, I'm sure there's a few other sports, but find something that, you know, during the off season when you're not just playing soccer, you know, if you have access to play another sport, especially when you're younger, that helps a lot. Multi-sport athletes usually do really well in the long run. Um, of course, you know, you're, you're listening to this podcast, you chose goalkeeping, you chose soccer for a reason, you know, that's your sport, but there's nothing wrong with taking up another sport on the side and, uh, developing your skills and talents in that way. Uh, but also, you know, be aware, don't, don't, don't go out there and get injured. I, I, uh, definitely, you know, rolled some ankles playing basketball and, you know, wasn't the smartest thing to do. And, um, luckily it was that only, that always happened, you know, during the off season and I wasn't in the middle of the soccer season. I, I usually didn't play basketball if I was in season. Uh, I was definitely aware of that. Didn't want to mess up. Uh, so yeah, I hope that helped. Um, definitely, you know, to recap, definitely need to train outside of team trainings and goalkeeper trainings. Um, constantly be working on your weaknesses, work on your strengths as well. Do all the little things, the little things add up. Always work on your passing, always work on your distribution with the ball, always work on your footwork, always work on your fitness. These are all things you can do on your own. You don't need a goalkeeper coach there to tell you to do that stuff, especially after you've been training for a, a while, you know, a couple of years, you know what to do. Uh, be intentional when you show up to these trainings on your own, have a plan, know what you want to work on and stick to it. This will help you to stay focused and to um, be aware of what you're working on. Uh, another thing to recap, if you bring other players out to train with you on your own, make sure they're aware of why you're there. Make sure they're on the same page. You don't want to go out there and just kind of kick the ball around and mess around. It doesn't really help. Uh, and then finally, you know, if if you want, if you're able to, find another sport on the side just to help you with your movements, with your athletic ability. It, it helps with your, your brain power as well, just kind of seeing things in a different way. Uh, that all helps with goalkeeping. So with that said, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please uh, subscribe. Uh, also, you can follow me on YouTube. Subscribe there for uh, training videos. I post my training videos that I work with on clients. Uh, and then I also do a video series also called The Goalkeeper Secrets on there. It's a little bit different. I talk about some other things. So definitely go check that out. You can also follow me on Instagram, MJR Keeper Academy. And uh, definitely leave me comments over there if uh, you have any thoughts about these uh, Goalkeeper Secrets episodes. And yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Patience plus persistence plus gratitude equals abundance. Peace.